It was the night before Halloween. It wasn't quite a full moon, but it was really close to being a full moon. And Ali had a rapping, a knocking at his door. Not his office door. He was at, he was at home. At his apartment. He thought, well, I don't, I'm not expecting anybody, but I don't know, maybe it's a courier or something. Uh, so he went to the door, he looked in the people, and there saw a lady, kind of regular-looking lady. So he decided to open the door. He said, hi, can I help you? She said, yes, are you, you're all the octopus, right? I said, yeah. Yeah. You're you're a detective, right? I said, Yes, but I mean I'm not really like on the clock right now. I said, Oh well, um I think I kind of need your help. I said, Yeah, could you like maybe come back tomorrow during normal working hours? Because I'm just like relaxing and reading a book and having a glass of wine. And, oh, perfect. I'll join you. I love wine. And she just came right in. Which is not what I was expecting. So she came right in and picked up a glass and poured herself a glass of wine and said, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't just come into my apartment and start drinking my wine. Okay, I, I, I can probably help you with whatever it is that's troubling you, but we got to have some, some boundaries here. So I need you to put the wine glass down. You go back out in the hallway, and you can tell me what's going on, and I'll address it in the morning. I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have come in, I know, I know, I know, but it can't wait till morning. I don't think it can anyway. There's, there's a monster. I said, okay. And I thought, but she did just pour herself a glass of wine, so it's not like she's in that much of a hurry. But he didn't say that, he kept that to himself. But all he steeled himself to the situation and said, that's okay, that's somebody with a monster thing. A weird person with a monster problem, I guess. And take some extra time off tomorrow. All right, so tell me about this monster, he said. Well, it's, it's kind of sort of dog-like creature. It's been, well, every month, around this time of the month, it, it starts hanging around. You start seeing it. And well, I saw it last night, and and I saw it a little bit again today, and I'm worried about tomorrow night. I mean, as soon as I saw it today, I, I came I came here, because I know you've you've done a lot of stuff with monsters. I said, yeah, yeah, I have. Sometimes they've been real, sometimes they've been illusions, but, but yes, I, I have. I said, well, I think this one's real. Because I got a pretty good look at it under the street light. And it was, it was like a wolf-person hybrid of some kind. I said, huh. Just walking around the neighborhood. Said, well, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's like a secluded little neighborhood. We're right there between University and, and Cold Spring. In that little sort of secluded pocket. I said, oh, yeah, behind the apartment buildings. Yes, exactly. Fancy houses, I said. Yeah, some of them. 
Mine's one of the smaller ones, but yeah, there's some nice houses for sure, for sure. And I'm worried. I mean, it's, it looks like a werewolf, to be perfectly honest with you, that's what it looks like. I don't mean to bring up supernatural stuff, but that's what it seems to be. And if it's a werewolf, that means tomorrow night's going to be a really dangerous night. Tomorrow night is when if it bites somebody, that person will turn into a werewolf. And I'm afraid there's people, and then they walk their dogs and stuff at night. And it could be dangerous. I said, all right, all right, all right. Did you drive here? She said, I did drive here. Let's head back to your neighborhood. You can go in your house, lock your door. I'll get up on the roofs and, and see what I can see. So that's what they did. They climbed up on her roof. He sort of knew the neighborhood. There were a lot of trees and... The houses are kind of close together, so he was mostly able to stay on top of the roofs and sort of hop from tree to roof to tree, kind of like a ninja. Like a what? Like a what? Pattern. Oh, in a, in a pattern, yes, yes, yes. Um, he hadn't he'd been at it for, I don't know, 45 minutes. The trouble is, it's not a big neighborhood, but it's big enough that, you know, the werewolf could be on... Sycamore Street, and Ollie might be on Cedar Street, and you might not find them, you know? But then, Ollie heard a howl. It didn't sound quite right. It sounded like a sick wolf howling. Yeah, his voice was cracking like a teenager. Ollie followed the sound, and there he saw, not in the streetlight, but in the moonlight, kind of what the lady had described. It looked like it was three-quarters wolf, one-quarter person or so. Really weird-looking thing. Then all at once, it snapped its head to Ollie. Saw it there. Gave a weird growl. <laughs> Darted off into the shadows. Ollie tried to chase it, but he couldn't... There wasn't a way to get there quickly and stay up on the roofs, and he didn't want to get down with the creature now that it had seen him and displayed a hostility toward him. So he kind of patrolled for a few more hours, but he didn't see any more of the creature. So he went back to the house of the lady and said, I, I, I saw him. I think I chased him off. Um, I'll, I'll figure out. I'll be back tomorrow evening. We can start. You know, I'll, I'll call some of my friends that are in the occult. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. I, I feel much more safe knowing you're on the case. So Ollie left. It wasn't that far, so he was going to walk home. He's a little bit concerned about the werewolf, but it had gone off in the other direction, sort of toward the forest north of there. They figured maybe it was going to stay there. He headed down toward University to get onto the, the main road, figuring also that if the werewolf was still out there, if it was a werewolf, that it wouldn't come that way. As he said in that way, a couple came walking their dog and saw him leaving the lady's house. They said, oh, are you, are you working with old Lady McCreary? I said, uh, I don't know about working, with, working for. I'm helping her out with some, some security concerns that she has. Said, oh, you should be careful. She's, she's not all what she appears to be. I said, what do you mean? There's some weird stuff that goes on at her house. Odd smells and lights. And I swear, one year, her Halloween decorations, they weren't just good. They were too good. It looked like they were alive. I think that they were alive. 
I think she's something weird. I think she's something supernatural herself. I said, oh, okay. Thank you. I waited until they had left and turned around the block, and he thought, well, if that's true, there might be more to this case than I thought. So he snuck back to the lady's house. Sort of creeped in, peeked in some of the windows, and he did see inside. He hadn't been invited inside. There was some weird stuff in there. There were animal skeletons, and like a nest-looking thing made out of feathers and bones, and pentagrams several pentagrams around the room. I thought, oh man, supernatural or not, she isn't just some unusual stuff. But then again, she never said that she wasn't, you know? People can have, people can be Wiccans or whatever, and that's not, not all bad. So all he made his way, he decided to take a taxi. So he called a taxi to university, and took it home and went to bed. The next morning, you know, like 10 o'clock. There's another knock at his door. So is she back already? Man, she's impatient. And he opened the door. But it wasn't. Old Lady McCreary. It's a big, burly dude. So you, um, you all are the octopus? And I said, yeah, I am. Um, I was just about to sit down for coffee. Would you like to come in? I said, oh, um, uh, sure. Thanks, I'd love a cup of coffee. So I poured two cups of coffee and they sat down and said, okay, what's, um, what can I do for you? He, I assume you're here for some, you know, private eye type stuff. I said, yeah, kind of. I mean, I hear you're a private eye that has some dealings with the supernatural. I was wondering where this was going. I said, y yeah, yeah, I am. I'm actually working on a case like that right now. Oh, great, great. Well, here's my thing. I just moved into this new neighborhood and there's this lady there, and she's been, I think she's a witch. I said, really? I said, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't like believe in witches exactly, but she's been, she just stares at me in this weird way and like mouths things at me while messing with this. It's like a muff, do you know what that is? I said, yeah, kind of like a, like a tube of cloth that keeps your hands warm. Exactly, yeah. She's doing something inside one of those, staring at me and muttering. Uh, it's making me very uncomfortable. I think she's doing some weird occult stuff at me. And I said, oh, okay. What's, um, what's her name? I said, oh, I don't, I don't know her name. We haven't been like formally introduced, but I can, I can give you her address. I said, all right, why don't you give me that address and I'll, um, I'll take a look and see what I can figure out. Do you know what time of day she's there? She never seems to leave. She gets her groceries delivered. She has some friends over sometimes, but not very often. And I don't know. It's spooky. It's freaking me out. I said, well, um, did you drive here? I said, uh, yeah, I did. So why don't you give me a ride over there uh, after we finish our coffee? And we'll, we'll take a look. I said, okay. So as they finished the coffee, they chatted. The guy said that he was from from way up north in Canada. Didn't have much of an accent, but that's where he said he was from. And he'd been in town for like two months or so. And, um, yeah, 
So they drove over there, and by the time they drove over there, it was like noon or so. I said, okay, yeah, I've seen that house. It's got some like occult stuff inside, right? So does it? I don't know. Uh, I just see her coming out of there. I haven't, you know, gone up. Um, but I'm worried she's doing weird things. And like, there's not enough birds in the neighborhood. I says, what do you mean? I mean, a city like this should have birds. And other parts of the city have birds. This neighborhood doesn't have any birds. Not, it's weird. I don't know if it's related, but I think it probably is. I said, okay, um, I'll tell you what. Park a few blocks away, we can park at your house if it's only a few blocks away, and I'll sneak over here and I'll take a look. So the guy parked, and Holly started walking over. And this was definitely it was the same old lady that had hired him. I thought, all right, so I've got a witch asking me to chase after a werewolf. And then I've got some dude asking me to chase after a witch. I don't really want to be involved in any of this. But what do I do? What do I do? How can I get anything solved to anybody's satisfaction here without getting myself mixed up in all sorts of weird stuff? Who thought? As he thought, he wandered his way back to, this, to the guy's house where he parked. And he noticed all then that he had there was some fur stuck to him from the car. He looked in the car and the seats were all torn up. He hadn't really noticed it before, but they were torn up and they were all furry. The guy was outside working on his garden. I said, hey, I'm back. Um, there was some weird stuff in the house. Uh, do, do, you have a, do you have a dog? Is it a dog? No, no dogs. No, definitely no. No, I'm not a dog person. I'm not a dog person. I said, okay, okay. Um, just trying to figure a few things out here. What, uh, what made you decide to come to Baltimore? I said, oh, well, really it was this house. This house has everything that I need. It's got a big basement, it looks like. I said, yeah. But how, how do you, what makes you say that? It's well, from the way that the, the dirt is mounted up around the side, it looks like the basement is like an extra large basement. They must have had to move a lot of earth when they built it to get it to have the size basement they wanted. So yeah, you can tell from the way that the landscape architecture is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know what, it's probably fine. Um, you know, maybe I'll just knock on her door and talk to her. I'm sorry, I'll pay for your time today, but I think we're okay. Uh, she's probably just a crazy old lady. I'm not, it's okay. I said, okay, are you sure? Because I could do some, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Do you want me to, I can pay for a taxi to get you back to your house if you want. And I thought, he's trying to get rid of me. I said, um, no, it's okay. I'm actually getting, I'm going to the grocery store next, so I'll just walk up that way. It's, down this way. So I headed in the way of the gro toward the grocery store. And he did go to the grocery store. And he got some lunch. There's a bookstore nearby. He booked her on there. He's just killing time. After a little while, it started to get toward evening while he headed back to the guy's house. 
snuck in the back, in the backyard. As the sun set, the moon came out. He heard the most strange noises. He looked in the basement window, and there he saw the guy transforming into a werewolf. Saw his own two eyes. Sometimes these cases are fake, but this one seemed to be real. Oh, I didn't know what to do. He didn't know if anything needed to be done. Maybe he was locked in the basement. But just then, the wolf looked, snapped his head toward Ollie again, and gave out a loud howl. Ollie darted and climbed up the nearest telephone pole. They're gonna get up, up and away. Sure enough, a few seconds later, the basement door came bursting up into the side yard. And the mostly turned werewolf person said, yeah, well, I wish I told you to go away. It's none of... But while the guy was, while the wolf man was howling and turning the rest of the wind to the wolf, all he had leapt into a nearby tree to disappear. Hiding way up in the high. When over the backyard, on a big ladder came old Lady McCreary. And she was there in full regalia, a long black dress, a big tall black hat, and a wizened old tree limb in her hand. She said, hey there, neighbor. And the wolf looked at her, and she looked at the wolf. I knew what you were all along. I wasn't sure it was you, but I thought it was you. You can't come into my neighborhood with your werewolf tricks. The werewolf just barely hanging on to his humanity said, I'll do what I want, witch. And then it turned the rest of the way into the wolf. And the witch said, no, no, you won't. arva dum 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 clap a doo bop fop And she pointed her magic wand. And lightning shot out of the wand and formed into a ball that turned into a lightning cage and dropped on the werewolf. And the werewolf charged at the lightning bars, but couldn't get out. At that point, Ollie came out of hiding. He said, hey, it's me. Said, Ollie, there you are. I was hoping you were still in the case somewhere, so I suppose you saw that. I said, I saw it, but can you hold that all night long? Said, I'm gonna need some help to hold this all night long. I said, Oh, I don't know how to do any witchcraft. She said, No, no. I may look like an older lady, but I've got my strength. But I'm gonna need provisions. I'm gonna need supplies. If I'm gonna hold this cage all night long, which clearly I need to do. At that, the werewolf charged the, you know, bars of the gate again. I'm gonna need to bring me snacks, hot cocoa, some coffee. But now that you know my secret, and we know the werewolf's secret, maybe we can have a more frank conversation. I said, you know, I've never had a chance to sit down and talk to a witch before. So, yeah, count me in. Mind if I give myself a hot chocolate, too? She said, go right ahead. Kitchen door's open. I think you'll find everything you need. 
And that is the case of the witch and the werewolf.